Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 16. Today we're going to talk about stress, and if you're dealing with stress, I want to share something very special with you today. I've been missing in action. I truly missed this pattern of recording a podcast a week and sharing it with you, sharing it with my followers, friends, family, everybody, getting feedback from you, starting some good discussions offline. I really love this, but I've been missing in action for a few reasons. So here's a scoop. I took a side job that is not really aligned with my business, something different, something challenging, but that would help me propel faster towards my bigger goals. So I took almost like a sidestep this summer to take the job that made me travel so much. It was exhausting. It was extremely challenging. I felt like it was taking a lot of my energy, a lot of headspace, and I was totally out of my comfort zone where I had to do something that I haven't done in years and honestly, sometimes never. I also was dealing with the older injury, old injury that's been bothering me for months. I've been doing hours of PT and rehab and nothing seemed to be working for me. I would heal up and felt bad again. And that's so frustrating for me because I love my training. I don't feel like I'm a normal or good person when I don't train. That was an extra factor for me. And then travel was taking a toll on my body. I felt like I had all of my relationships, my friendship felt friendships felt more dull and I felt like I was just shutting down a bit, losing some sense of direction and it happens once in a while, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a woman, it doesn't matter, it happens to anyone and everyone, but for me it's coincided with all the physical fatigue and emotional mental fatigue. And I felt like the stress of doing this side job that was very demanding finally starting to get to me. I'll be honest with you, I haven't been stressed, full-blown stressed in years. This is something new to me, honestly. I've dealt with anxiety for many, many years, but once I overcame the majority of the severe anxiety, it's much easier for me to handle stress now. So that was something new for me this summer when I piled up a lot of stuff on my shoulders. I felt like I was so responsible to do and perform at high levels everywhere. And it was almost impossible to perform at high level when I'm traveling 20 hours a week and working full time and doing this and this and this. And it's a temporary project that's winding down now and I'm seeing things more clearly now. So this was a pileup of events and sort of suppressed emotions, almost like lack of acknowledgement of my wins or good qualities. I barely had time for myself because I was in this go, go, go mode. Lots of fears bubbled up and hang on there. There's a reason I'm sharing this video. So lots of fears bubbled up for me 
I didn't feel good as a business owner, as a wife, as a friend, as an athlete. I started feeling just down and the stress. I felt like the more down I felt, the more stressed I was. And on top of that, I felt less joy than I normally do on a day-to-day basis. I'm feeling of almost drowning. So for a few weeks, especially when I traveled so much, right now I'm working from home. I struggled so much and it was hard. And then I took a break. I just took off for a solo vacation for two days so I can clear the air for myself so I can let it all out and figure out what's going on. Why did I start allowing the stress, the stress to get to me? So if you're listening to this, if you have any major stressors in your life, maybe it's a job, maybe it's your health, maybe it's your relationships, we all have stress. You can't avoid stress. It's omnipresent. I don't want to say this, but it's the case. And some of that is actually good for you. So I wanted to come here and I started talking on social media about the things that happened for me in the last five to six weeks. And it was really hard just jump on and I'm still working so much and it's hard for me to break things down. But I thought that if I was to record a podcast about stress management and how you can actually turn it into a gift, how you can look at it as a gift or how what lessons you can learn from stress, I think it would help people who, just like me, take too many healthy habits and trying to implement them all or trying to be a top performer in all areas and dimensions of their lives. I remember clearly about a few months ago, my friend Deanna Wilcox shared how her chronic illness was so challenging for her to overcome. It took months and years to deal with it and how at some point she made a shift from thinking about it as a hardship and a huge challenge into thinking about it as a gift. For some reason, when I spent some time alone last weekend, I put things in perspective and I thought about how the situation that I put myself into, this pressure from being great and doing well and trying to pull everything and trying to also maintain my house and take care of my dogs and husband and everything else, I realized that there is definitely a lesson for me here. There is definitely a gift. So I started thinking, there's one of the things that I was stressing about is doing well on the job because I didn't want to let down my team and I didn't want to let down the person who hired me and many other things. So I put a lot of pressure on me and I struggled so much with one thing. When I look back in my past, I struggled with it for a long time. I struggled with analytics when I was a musician, when I was in school, when I was a jazz writer, when I was an athlete, I still struggle. And some things I do really well and I can see them well and can analyze them and move on and produce something based on those results. But there are certain things in business where I definitely struggle with it and always thought about myself that it's my weakest part. So last week before one of the bigger meetings that I had to lead, and share the results of my work, I was getting so worked up. I was getting so stressed out. And at some point I reached, I remember clearly, I reached the point where I felt like I can't care about this anymore. It will not matter in 10 years. And in fact, if I ask the right questions and if I play it confidently, I will come across as an expert in this and my analytic skills will improve if I ask the right questions, if I Google things, if I research, if I do my work. And you know what? That 
that huge amount of stress that was on my shoulders suddenly disappeared. Honestly, I was so proud of myself because I'm the kind of person who will start assembling all the things and all the examples from my past and put them together thinking, oh, I was not good then, I was not good then, and then I'm still struggling with this. So at this point, I cut this off and decided I'm going to make this shift. You know what? Things have been great ever since. I also stopped worrying or caring so much about trying to hit all the targets, trying to be the best match, trying to fix things around the house or take care of the house and clean every week like I do and take care of the dogs, walk them five, seven, ten miles every weekend and do everything and launch a new course and try to go to an athletic meet. All of that stuff, I let go of all the things and allow myself be and handle one thing at a time, just one thing. So here are three questions I was asking myself. Will it matter in 10 years? What do I need to learn here? And in the midst of chaos, how to address this heavy weight that is weighing on me right now, how to address this stressor? And things were so much simpler. And I do want to talk about this topic because I feel like many of us don't take this breather and we step into actions right away. We either respond to someone who created conflict We go binge eat or eat something not good for us, looking for comfort or any other means to fill the void, let's put it this way. We overwork, we undersleep, all of those things that we respond almost instantaneously to the stressors in front of us. So I wanted to share this story with you in hopes that it will make you think how you can look at your, I call it the repository, stressors how you can look at things that stress you out, how you can actually weed through them. And I understand there are going to be major things in life, unexpected things, but I'm not talking about those huge events that are traumatizing. I'm talking about small stuff. Will it matter if I'm not going to clean my house this weekend? Will it matter in 10 years? No. What do I need to learn from the situation that I just described and I told you that my lesson was actually have everything I needed. I know everything I needed to know. If I need to know more, I can always ask questions, ask for help, all of those beautiful tools that are available to me. And also, how can you, in the midst of chaos, how can you address this now to release this weight? Sometimes it might be addressing the stress right away. Like for me, I could not handle it anymore. This pile of feeling of me not doing well or being scared that I'll fail. I had to address this right away. Sometimes if it's conflict with someone, maybe you have to walk away and take a deep breath and count to 10 and then deal with it. So I often see it, when, uh, especially when I work with people, people want to fix things right away. And it's not always necessary. We often don't have enough patience to allow ourselves this space to learn. So I'm going to share my top five ways to deal with stress. The first way to deal with stress is to reduce the importance. Change your focus. Ask yourself this question, will it matter in 10 years? And let go. Most of the time, the answer will be no. So those are the things you should not be worrying about. Way number two, there is definitely something to learn in any situation or experience. And I want you to start looking at your stress, thanks Deanna, as a gift. We often want to avoid this. We don't want to deal with what's in front of us, this scary, huge monster, whatever it may be for you. In my case, it was getting better at analytics. 
learning how to manage it, learning how to research, learning how to ask for help. If you have any health issues, maybe it's time for you to start seeing this and looking at yourself in the mirror and knowing that this is the time to start taking care of you. Maybe it's your financial situation. If you don't want to look into your finances and don't want to log into your bank account because you're avoiding and you're scared of what might happen, this is the time to start opening it up. And always think about it. There is an underlying reason. There is always a reason that you don't want to deal with things. And it's not necessarily money or health or relationship or job or performance. There is always a deeper, deeper reason. In my case, it was the fear of failing. Way number three, taking care of you. If you don't do it, nobody else will. So I took two days, drove off alone. Thankfully, my husband is totally okay with that. He knows that any time and I go, and I just needed to be alone. And I needed to take care of me. I needed to be by the ocean. Whatever that might be for you, maybe breathing, maybe taking care of your nutrition, movement, extra sleep, meditation. Maybe it's crying. Whatever works. And I want you to find what maximizes your de-stressing and do that, more of that. Because once you find that targeted, it's different for everybody, right? What works for me may not work for you. For me, I'm going to go throw some weights in, the, in my garage and you'll be looking at me saying, are you crazy? I have no energy for this. I'm stressed. So find what works for you and use it often. Because once you take care of you, things will improve everywhere else. Way number four is talking it out. I call myself a bottler. I bottle things up until I can't bottle them up anymore. Guess what happens then? They explode. To be honest, I sometimes when things get hard, I have a hard time sharing. But if you find someone who's close to you, if you find someone you can trust, your partner, your friend, your mom, your dog, it doesn't matter. You need to talk things out. It always lessens the burden of carrying it all on your shoulders. Therapists are great too. And way number four is to, it's a weird way, and I've learned it from Tony Robbins, to move from stress to excitement. And I remember how, just like I mentioned to you about that meeting I had, I got almost fed up into the neutral state of, I can't care about this anymore. And I got a little bit of blood rush thinking, okay, well, I'm a bit excited right now. I'll have to sink or swim. I'll have to deal with this. Once you move from fear into excitement, it's much easier to navigate the challenges and obstacles in front of you. It's the shift in perspective that will make you stop being as fearful of things that might go bad, but rather look at things and be neutral, expecting or hoping they're going to go well and do your best so they can go well. And another example I have there, I ran a few marathons and every time you line up at the start line, especially my first one, I was so scared. But there is so much excitement when someone sings the anthem. I always cry. Yeah, (laughs) I always cry. It really touches me and it shifts my mood into the exciting mood where I know I have to accomplish something huge. I'm surrounded by thousands of people. I stop thinking about my mile splits. I just think about enjoying the process. And I shift from fear to excitement pretty quickly. So if you want to run a marathon, try that. But that's about it. That's what I wanted to come on here and share with you guys. I hope your week is going well. I hope there are not too many stressful events in your life right now. And even if they are, I feel like 
what my situation this summer taught me is to be prepared to drop things when you need to drop them, to pick them up, like my project, when you need to pick them up. If you can't carry more things on your shoulders, ask for help, delegate, outsource, just drop and let go because not many bad things are going to happen. Of course, if you have babies, don't drop the babies, feed the babies. And <laughs> I am joking, of course, but I wanted to share this with you in hopes that you're not feeling alone in your stressful situations. You, you will know how to manage them better. And if you have something that works for you, please share it with me. Please screenshot this episode if you are listening from your phone. Share it on social media, on Instagram, and tag me at anya.perry. I would love to hear your lessons. I would love to hear your story. And let's do this together. Let's stress less, be excited more, and just drop all the unnecessary things. Let go and enjoy the ride. I hope you have a wonderful week. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.